0: hello it's me how is everybody doing j Rod concerts the podcast is here hi how is everybody doing welcome to a new episode of j Rod concerts the podcast this is your host this and every episode jamie rodriguez hope everyone enjoyed the grammys if you're into that kind of stuff or are gonna check out the super bowl if you're into that kind of stuff I mean, at the very least, Rihanna's going to be dope, isn't she? Halftime? You know she's going to bring it. You know Rihanna's going to bring it. But I digress. Great episode today, guys. We are thrilled and honored to have Canada's Sweetheart, three-time Juno Award nominee, Jill Barber, on the show. What a voice. And turns out, what a soul. What a heart. What a sense of humor. So thrilled to have her. She's amazing. You may have heard her. I mean, she's been all over the place. Her songs have been on Orange is the New Black, which we talk about on this show. We talk about uh, she's been on The L Word. Her songs have been on The L Word. She's had uh, Her songs have been on Chrysler commercials. She's been all over. She's played unforgettable venues like Toronto's Massey's Hall. She's played in Tokyo at the Blue Note and Cotton Club. So she is someone that is, quite frankly, a badass. There's no other way to say it. And we are celebrating her brand new album, which comes out February Tenth, probably around the time you're listening to this podcast, a great, great album that focuses on parenting, which, quite frankly, is awesome. the um, The album is co it's called Homemaker, and uh, it it is released via Outside Music, and it is a homage to parenting and to mothers and to the daily things that they do that not always are celebrated in public, but doesn't make them any less important. So, thank you, mothers. All of you listening that are mothers and that are doing, you know, God's work on a daily basis, picking up toys and Lego blocks and laundry, thank you. Much respect to you. And Jill Barber is here to pay homage to you as well. So we hope you guys enjoyed this great conversation with Jill. She plays a great song, so stay tuned for that. And um, also check out her website for tour dates and all that beautiful stuff jillbarber.com. Let's get on with it. J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jill Barber. Hello. There is Jill.
2: Hi, Jay. Look at you. Can I call you Jay?
0: You can call me. I've been called way worse, Jill. So (laughs) Jay is perfect.
2: Hi, Jay. (laughs)
0: How are you doing? Look at you all relaxing in your house. How are you, Jill?
2: Uh, I'm well, thank you. How are you?
0: Doing great. Doing Thanks. great, Jill. Yeah. Where are you right now? Are you, are you in Vancouver, Hi. Jill?
2: I'm in Vancouver, yes, in my home at my dining dining room table.
0: Stylish, not surprised. <laughs> and um, but yeah, you know, Jill, I was thinking about you. And by the way, congratulations on your forthcoming album. I have to start there. I mean, homemaker. I mean, talk about 10 songs. Not a bad note, not a bad song, no filler, just straight to your soul. Like, incredible. Wow. Thank
2: you. Thank you very much.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome, Jill. But yeah, I was thinking about you because how old is your daughter, uh, Grace, now, Jill?
2: My daughter just turned seven.
0: She just turned seven. Yeah. I was thinking about you because this weekend uh, I was covering a festival down in Florida. And I spent some time with Lee Nash of uh, Sixpence, the Richer. Oh yeah. And she is going through some emotional stuff because she's she's got one son and the son left the nest to go to college. Yes. You know, and um and, and like you, she's scared to talk about all these quirks of motherhood in music, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all yeah. these like different angles that like we don't even know about mm-hmm. as men. Yeah. Why do you think, Jill, it's taken so long, you know, for everyday motherhood situations, just the normal stuff to be openly talked about in songwriting?
2: Mm. it's not sexy or fun (laughs) and um, you know, I think it's really real and raw and it's not, I I don't know, like it's just, it hasn't been a popular sub, it hasn't been popular subject matter in, in, in in mainstream music anyway, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, You know, a lot of, a lot of popular music, you know, speaks a lot to falling in love and, and um, romance, but not a lot to like what it's like to be with someone married to someone for years and years and years. And right. Have kids with someone. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's a funny, it's a bit funny, because it's a it's such a common experience. Lots of people do get married and have children. It's just, I think, I don't know, it's not sung about all that often. But I think it's, it has to do with the fact that a lot of musicians drop out of the game when they start families, because it's hard to juggle having kids, Totally, you know, particularly for women. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to keep up a career in music and touring when you've got kids at home. And so a
0: hundred percent.
2: Yeah. So I feel like there, there, we don't hear from that perspective as often as I would like. And, uh, so I'm doing my part to try to, address some of those topics and 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 yeah people relate to them a lot of people relate to them so that's
0: that's a good thing Totally, totally. And just after hearing your EP, like, you know, you're more conscious of it. Like, I have a couple friends here that are like, you know, kind of in in our age group. One of them is relatively well known. I won't say her name, but she's not having kids yet because she's afraid. She's afraid that her career is going to stall. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, Jill, you know, in all seriousness, thank you. Thank you in all seriousness, because as a guy... You know, sometimes we don't know this stuff, Jill. Mm-hmm. You know, the heroics of motherhood that nobody sees. You know, the, the never-ending clutter, the dishes. I, I mean, this is going to have a tremendous impact. And I think, you know, your album is going to have a lot of legs. Was this the thinking when you were writing these songs? Like, to shine a light on this stuff? Or did it just kind of, like, happen?
2: I mean, I wrote these... Uh, this, I started... The first song that I wrote um, from this album is the title track, Homemaker. And I wrote it the morning that my kids went back to school and daycare after they'd been home with me for six, eight months during, uh, you know, that time that we all experienced across the whole world where a lot of people were home. Um, and it was like, I was just coming. I it was my kind of like my first time alone in my house after many, many months. And how was that? I mean I sat on my couch and I bawled my eyes out.
0: So you so it was like sad. It was like it was like no, okay, it was, gotcha. It
2: was a relief. It was I was like a crying, relief. I was crying tears of relief that I had a yeah. like a minute to myself. So wow. I cried my eyes out and then um, you know, wiped my tears away and picked up my guitar and I wrote that song. And I I wrote it kind of to uh, for myself, to myself, speaking to myself, but I I kind of had a sense right away that, mm, you know, other people might might need to hear this too and relate to this and feel seen by this. So I kind of, it set me on a path to really kind of down download like a lot of what I'd been feeling about being a mom and stuck at home with my kids. And I just, it was cathartic for me to to finally write like really write about it in my music because I think I had been a little bit afraid of of digging into these topics just because it doesn't seem like it just doesn't seem that sexy or fun.
0: But- totally. And by the way, and by the way, you look great. And the reason I mentioned it is because I know it's that's an extra layer of difficulty just eating well and staying active and all that. Thank so you. you know you look great. Yeah. Yeah. You know absolutely. What? I'll
2: take it. Thank you for thank you for that. Um <laughs> you know <laughs> I uh I, yeah, it's true. It is true. It is true. That's um, takes a lot of work. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, I <clears throat> what am I trying to say here? I appreciate you saying that.
0: Totally. And I, I look, like, we're not saying that like, you know, Jill Barber is like super special. No, you're shining a light on like the heroics of, of everyday mothers around the world. Yes,
2: I am. You know? Thank you for saying that. It is
0: okay. incredible. Yeah.
2: I want to, I just, I want to celebrate the work that people don't see so much of it mm-hmm. is, is unseen and invisible and it honestly you know i've spent 20 years in the music business <clears throat> it is not easy it is not an easy business to be in but i'm telling you the business of parenting is way harder <laughs> <laughs> right. it, it just is it's just it's right. like it's intense it's demanding i, I bet, it's humbling. I bet. And uh, there's no
0: backstabbing, but, you know, but you still got to pick up the goldfish. And yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And no applause. Oh, my God. No applause, no awards. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I am trying to shine a light on that on that unseen.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and you're rocking and you're rocking it, Jill. And by the way, your song Beautiful Life, another standout, but like really love it, actually, one of my favorites. But what I love about this one is, you know, you wrote it over Zoom during the pandemic. You were discussing it. And, you know, we live in Nashville, obviously, you know, songwriters town uh, just up the street is Music Row. Emily lives here, for example, you you wrote with her, uh, along with Amaya Davis. Yeah. How was it to write? I'm always curious about this. And I don't know why I've never asked anybody this, Jill. I am so curious. How was it to write a song over Zoom? Because, I mean, I'm not a musician. But you know, I know when people lock their doors here and they write a song, at least you're in the room with each other, you're seeing, you're feeling the vibe mm-hmm. if, if something's not working, if a line's not working. Mm-hmm. How, how were you able to like do such a great song over Zoom? Like, just walk us through it.
2: Honestly, it surprised me too. Uh, you know, during the pandemic, when a lot of people were just in their homes, uh folks were starting to reach out and say, Hey, do you want to try to do this on zoom It may, it's probably not going to work, but <clears throat> let's give it a go. Let's just try it. Let's see it. How it goes. And I, w- I c- was continually surprised how how effectively I was able to write songs with people over zoom. I mean, Interesting. it would have been, been nicer to be in the same room, no question. But there, it was a bit of a silver lining in that Yeah, I just spent a few days writing with Emma Lee, And as you say, she's in there in Nashville and I'm here in Vancouver. So we just hopped. I mean, we didn't have to I didn't have to buy a plane ticket. Uh, I didn't have to leave my family. I just had to close my bedroom door and like sign on to Zoom. And we were able to write a few songs together. And it was an amazing way of connecting. um, Yeah, over during a during a challenging time, I mean, I would still write a song i like if I wanted to write with someone in europe i would I would hop on a zoom call happily and and write a song. Mm. I think it's in a way it's kind of nice that so many songwriters have discovered that it's possible um but I mean it's always it's always nice to be in the same room as someone
0: yeah, I mean the song is it's incredible that it came out of Zoom, but yeah, to your point, mm-hmm. a lot of great music out of twenty twenty is coming out yeah. now, and it's like wow, it came out that way, yeah. you know that's right. Totally, Jill. You know, and there is such a sense of gratitude in your music, and this is one of my favorite things about like your discography, Jill. We, we were, we just drove back from a festival in Florida. I was telling you about. It. We listened to all your stuff for research, and and just do such a sense of gratitude and love in your music, uh, like in my mother's hand, for example. You know, you hear it loud and clear, and you know, in today's era, would it's almost like cool. You know, to say, oh, "I left home," you know, burn my bridges, went solo. It's like refreshing to say, you know what. I love my parents, and I'm so grateful for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where does your mom live? She lives far from you, right, Jill?
2: Yeah, um, I'm from Toronto, so yeah, my folks are still in, in Ontario and um, in Toronto, and yeah, I am close with them. Um, and I am, yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for having an amazing mom. I mean, I think I wanted to, I I wanted to take that opportunity to acknowledge her and and the work that. The, all the hard work that I didn't see that she did, you know, when I was a kid growing up raising me. And I mean, she's still, she's still a mom. She's still doing yeah. it. Um, so that was important to me to, um, yeah, I, wa- I wanted, I wanted to acknowledge my mom.
0: And Amazing. It felt,
2: it felt good. Yeah. It felt good. And Please. I also, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, 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 go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I cut you off.
2: Well, I also, and then I also wrote a song on the album about my daughter. So I thought that had kind of like, I I just like, you know, I, obviously this, this record homemaker, there's a real theme mm-hmm. that runs through it. It's like family and taking care of people and the people that have taken care of me and, and what it means to celebrate that connection.
0: Yeah. Not what I was going to ask you, but that's beautifully said is, you know, now that you're a mom, is there something I'm sure you'll probably get asked this frequently, but like it comes through in the music, it, it, it like ties together to this conversation. Is there something now that you're as a mother, that, you know, that you're like, wow, like, I'm going to pass that on to my, to my, you know, to my two, to my two kids that I didn't know. But like, as you got older, as you became a mom, it's like, this is like, that was badass. She's a superhero, you know?
2: I mean, I just actually wrote the sentence. All mothers are superheroes. They have to be, they have to be selfless. They have to be, they have to give so much. Um, Is there anything I've learned? I mean, I, I think my mom really, uh, she just wanted me to be happy and she wanted me to thrive and she kind of gave me everything I needed to thrive. And I'm trying to do the same, for, same thing for my kids. Um, I really think the ultimate goal, my goal as a parent is just to I'll help the kids figure out who they are and how to like, how to feel safe and comfortable and secure expressing who they are as people in the world trying to raise good citizens, you know. I don't know. I mean
0: so much, right?
2: I'm just figuring it out. <laughs> Every parent just figures it out as they go, but you know, there is a lot of joy uh I, like there's a ton of joy that I feel obviously having a family and kids and I love my kids. They're great, funny people. Um but you know, your friend in the music industry who's delaying having kids because it it she's worried about What it'll mean for her career you know she's she's right to worry like i hate to say it but i mean it's the same for across different types of careers fam like families are really demanding it's and so is a career in music yeah and you know you can only respond to so many demands on your time so
0: oh my god jill you're amazing i could talk to you for 17 hours Wow. I can already see this, and I think you, you may play a song for us. So I don't want—I don't want to take too much of your time. Yeah. Yes, but 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 let me ask you about this, Joe, as well. Uh, I, I seriously, we're, you're going to have to come back because I have so many questions now. You're amazing, um, but you know your songs have been all over pop culture, especially in Canada, but really all over. I mean, you've had—you um, know—never quit loving you the, in Chrysler. Uh, you know, you had songs in Orange is and New black, and I, I you know looking back, I remember seeing that show, seeing that episode, and it was like, wow, that was crazy. Uh, the L Word, your songs have been on The L Word. You know, what does it feel like, Jill, to have, um, you know, your songs on shows and commercials that are watched by 10, 15, 20 million people?
2: Feels great. I love, I mean, I love when my music is used in ways that I never would have imagined myself. Um you know it feels great when my song is used as like a first dance at a wedding um or you know if a mom shares my record with like another mom friend like i i I just it i love i love i love the way that music makes its way around but certainly those placements were really cool i remember reading the um a brief about uh, the placement for Orange is the New Black and because I in the show it was before the show had aired uh, the song my song chances is in the at the very end of the pilot episode and it's kind of an ironic usage it's like because it's a very romantic song but it's used in a kind of a dark scary
0: like case. a setting yeah, yeah yeah
2: so it was an interesting use usage but I remember reading the brief and thinking wow this sounds like kind of a weird show <laughs> and um but I was happy to happy to lend my music to it and uh and then that show really exploded and and uh it ended up being you know really good for me a lot of people discovered my music through through that placement. so yeah it's nice when um other forms of creativity like film and tele- television can be a vehicle for people to discover music so a great thing yeah
0: yeah amazing Amazing, Jill. Well, you know, you got to be a mother. You got to be a wife. You got to do all your stuff. Author. You're also a children's author. You know, yeah. you're you're, a, you're an activist. You do for Girls Action Foundation. You do so much, Jill. So let me not hold any more of your time. Uh, and if you want to take us away with a song, we'd be honored.
2: I would love to. I have my guitar right here.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, Thank
2: you so much for the chat. And uh, um, it's your pleasure to chat with and appreciate
0: yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: spending the time, spending the time with my music.
0: Absolutely, Jill. It's great art. Honored.
2: Your you're, you're listeners out there, so I thought I would play this song. Um, it's the first. Uh, it's the first song on the album. Kind of sets the tone for a woman uh, who's been in this business for a long time and it's kind of questioning whether whether it's worth what it's worth to her. It's called "Instant Cash for Gold." <clears throat>
1: Long shop in my neighborhood, tarnished dreams out on display, folks go in and out each day, treasures held in a paper bag. They've got old guitars and a dusty slide, wedding bands cast aside, all the tears that you cannot hide. I'm afraid to go inside says please come back again I've been singing my songs from town to town in dusty boots and a beaded gown trying to work for a living wage as I scribble my feelings on a page pennies from heaven won't pay the bills working for nothing Songs like instant cash for gold. I've been singing my songs from town to town in a party dress and a rusty. Selling them off the parts Will the cage bird always sing Does the shine wear off of everything One of these days I'll quit the road And trade these old songs in Like instant cash for gold
0: Jill Barber. My chills have chills. Thank you so much. What a wonderful way to start that day. Um, Thank you, Jill. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Absolutely. Chat soon.
2: You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.